Welcome everybody to Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. Happy Sunday, Soto. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. Tired, but good. After my body's so shot from the gym. I just like I'm back in the gym finally. Got cleared from the doctor to get back. I'm like, yo, I'm so sore. Like okay. really, really sore. It's been sore for like two days. The <laughs> athlete, huh? Yeah, basically. But it's fun. But I'm not as sore as and I, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I got a hold of it late. And it was a long day. I didn't have a lot of traveling yesterday, but I'm not as sore as these folks for Ring of Honor. Final battle was yesterday. And I think I I honestly think that they're like officially back. Like not just back like the back of promotions, but Ring of Honor had some wars last night. And it was just like, wow, okay, this is about to be Ring of Honor of old. So I got, yeah, I, it, it had it had some like old feelings to it. Um, yeah, very, but, very very vintage, right? But it, you can still kind of tell that's all like. Like AEW flavor, like we're, we're it's still obviously it's owned by Tony Khan, but so, but and of course you know the AEW stars are gonna get you know the the, the exposure here, which is exactly what kind of happened here. Yeah, but um, yeah, overall it was it was it was a pretty good you know pretty good event. Yeah, the quality it, they're great quality match. And I guess we bring them on what they're doing is they just getting slid back together. With Tony Khan on the helm doing a lot of influence. But, you know, I can go in the list and give you a handful of matches. And three really stand out to me. Um, we talk about AEW's um, women's division. Very top-heavy. Um, you know, I, they have to find ways to utilize more wrestlers. It's not about Britt Baker. It's not about Jay Cargill. It's about, you know everybody else and i think this using ring of honor is a great way not to just promote ring of honor but to allow the other talents that aren't being utilized as much on rampage elevation and dark so um i'll bring this one the ring of honor women's championship was mercedes martinez and athena and you know athena takes the takes the gold here but i think she's getting her she's getting her flowers now because i don't think she ever got the chance to get it in uh wwe so seeing how this pans up now for her she has an opportunity to be something and i think it was more of a showcase to give her um Give her justification. Like, oh, she's a legitimate talent. Now imagine she had this kind of she had this kind of ability to showcase her talent as Ember Moon in WWE. Now, granted, she got hurt and things happen, but you know we all know how how the Vince situation turned out, um, and how people utilized, people were frustrated. But you know, I don't think she's gonna be one of the girls that's gonna run back to WWE. I think she's found her 
calling at AEW. And maybe she ends up being a Ring of Honor. Maybe that's where she ends up going and is going to stay with and be the face on that program. You know what I mean? Because there's so you you say it all the time, and I agree with you 100%. There's so many places where you can now showcase your talent, thankfully for social media, thankfully for the internet. So, you know, you somewhere, somewhere you could watch anything. I mean, you were telling me one day, um, yeah, nothing to watch. Like, oh, hold on a second. You found yeah, you were able to get Lucha Underground on TV. Like, oh, I got a new show, I got a new show to watch. And it was all, you know, we're seeing Johnny Mundo, you know, uh Ray Mysterio's over there doing his thing. So, like, it's great. So seeing the having the ability to see this quality of match, um, and her, both both Mercedes Martinez and Athena to have a chance to showcase their abilities, um, it's a blessing to see, and I'm I'm highly appreciative for seeing how this panned out and how great this was. Um, another match I want to bring up was I think was probably the best match of uh the pay-per-view was FTR versus the Briscoes. Now, um, this came in with a lot of, um, I don't say a lot of question marks, but it came with a lot of like, hmm, are they are, are the Briscoes and the FTR going to leave AEW and stay straight Ring of Honor? Are they here just because? Because it's for the Ring of Honor Tag Championships. But when I tell you how much carnage there was in this match, Bleach Report had this going crazy with highlights, um, with people being being put with dog calls and thrown off the top row onto onto uh onto chairs with um superplexes off the off the top rope onto a pile of chairs. It was the ref was all bloodied up. Like this was a massacre of a match, and we all loved it. So, and those for you who have been able to watch it, you can watch it again today. I think Bleach Report has the as link. I think last night was Fight TV. I called on the stream. Um, <laughs> but Fight TV Advi- had advice it. to those listeners: don't order from uh from Bleach Report. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of people were experiencing uh, de- uh technical difficulties. So I did. I had mine off of a Fight Fight TV stream. Um. So, or if you, if you if you can get a uh, you know a third party stream and try and pirate it, then do what you got to do. I'm not saying break the law, but if you do so, then I, I just thought that that match was completely wild. Like even like the ref like <laughs> was bleeding. <laughs> like it was, yo, it was so bad, bro. Like, you know, it it was just like I mean, listen, it it was the end because it was the third match. You know, the trilogy. Um. And it's like, you know, can FTR and the Briscoes top the previous two matches? And they absolutely did. I mean, like, there was just one word to describe this match, and it's wild because they just all went all, yeah, they just went all out. So um, I agree with you in terms of, yeah, that absolutely was the match of the night. It was, it was incredible. And it was good to see the Briscoes win. You know, so that everything's all settled now. That's all done. They can they both can move on, but if they want to go back and have a you know spectacle again, they could do so. But a double dog, a double dog collar match, and I was like, I think someone said on Twitter over under for blood being drawn in the match. I think someone said thirty seconds. Someone said first strike. 
I was like, it's kind of bold. And then literally less than two minutes in, just somebody's just gushing of blood. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Oh, and your boy Dax Hardwood lost a tooth. Mid-match. <laughs> I was like, yo, he's saying like, oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Like, his face was covered. I mean, I, I think I think both teams – see, here's the thing. Both teams were a little salty that the Usos were ranked number one, the number one tag team. So oh, I yeah. felt like I felt like both teams, you know, had that chip on their shoulder. Were like, "Yo, like, did you not see like what we have done throughout the year? So watch, like, watch what we're gonna do in this match." And and it shows why you know they're they're two of the top you know tag teams in the world. So, um, yeah, man, kudos we, to all. We can break four. that down a later episode. Like, who's the best? Of the best of the year? You know, maybe like the slams and stuff like that, but. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. A, I think it was more of a statement like, "Yo, we are, we are a global gym. We are the best of the best." So it was, it was. It was crazy. My third option for my third pick for um out of my favorites, um, I was gonna say Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson, but I think everybody knew what that match was gonna be at the end. I think Samoa Joe is gonna be like. The King of Ring of Honor. I think that's where he's gonna have his his uh his his landing spot. Um, it's a great it's a great place because where he's at now it's and with uh you got MJF, you have um Moxley, you have all these guys in uh, AEW. And a lot of people are on the way up. We saw Ricky Starks make his uh his push to stardom. So it's like we have a lot of guys in AEW, and it's like, hmm, why am I gonna be? With this, I can go to Ring of Honor and be the king there, you know, be a top dog there. So, you know, I would have said that, but I'm going to go with the Ring of Honor World Championship with Chris Jericho versus Claudio, uh, aka Cesaro, for those who don't didn't put two and two together in the first place. Um, I think it was the right move to have Claudio go over as champion. I think he should have had several world championship reigns in WWE. He was heavily underutilized and underappreciated. And um, I want to say under six months, he has now won his first world championship and rightfully deserved. Um, there's not really much to say about this match. This match was great from bell to bell. I think Jericho did a great job in preparing and giving Claudio the reins needed to go over on this match. And I don't know, when's the last thing you heard of Jericho selling a match? Like almost never. Like he's one of the better, better professionals out there. Um so you're gonna see if those who watch it wind up seeing greatness happen. And that's Claudio finally getting his championship. And it's right and I think everything, everything tonight was um, was done correctly. I give this a A on the uh, pay per view ranking. Um, I wasn't any bad matches at all. Um, maybe Dolan Castle and the Boys versus the Embassy, but even then, that was still a pretty good match. It wasn't it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, like a, a, an amazing match, but it was still you know. A pretty good match. 
you know, also shout out to uh swerving our glory because uh they get the W over Shane Taylor promotions. So but you already know that feud is underway. Yeah, it's 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 it, everything's bound to be what they what it is. So there's gonna be you know? more two. There's be more in depth too. What's going on with that? Despite despite them picking up the victory, you know, um, Swerve uh, left leave, uh, you know, mid match. But you know, uh, Keith Lee was able to pick up the victory on his own. Um, and then just like you mentioned, um, Cesaro, you gotta uh, give credit to uh, Wheeler Yuta, who's now the Ring of Honor, uh, the new Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Um, so See, but I didn't think he would. He was like, Oh, he's not gonna do it. Like, no, everything was done correctly. Hey, but he, yeah. he's another guy who just deserved as well. I just think Claudio, um, was kind of more, um, important here. Yeah, he, no, he was I just needed for a while. I, I just hope going forward, um, I listen, I, I like the decisions here. Um, you know, with, with Athena winning the championship, with Ayuda reclaiming, um, Claudio reclaiming. Uh, I just hope we we get to see more of the former Ring of Honor stars and not more of the of AEW stars. Yeah. Um. That that's that's my wish going forward. The the you know the event itself. Um. It was great. I gotta agree with you there. Um. Again, my favorite match was the the, the tag team match, but um. I think the best decision going forward was to take the title away from Jericho. Um, he doesn't need and, any championships. He's he's never had the need to have one anymore. Yeah, he's given once to hey, a good job, like take this championship. But he's he's always going to be ready to pass on to the next person, and that's what makes yeah. him great. And I think like having Jericho like tap out to the big swing was like was like a weirdly unique way of of winning because nobody's ever tapped out to the swing. I think Cesaro t- did the swing for like what thirty one, thirty two times. And yeah. then Jericho tapped out. Um, so that was like a unique way to pick up the victory. Um, but going forward, yeah, they, they if if they're gonna build Ring of Honor, um, you you build on guys like Jericho, you you build up on guys like Samoa Joe, guys who have previous ties to the old um, you know, uh reigns of, of Ring of Honor, you know. So right. uh, you know, the Briscoes, um you know, I, I wonder. I mean, I wonder if the Briscoes would, you know, would ever show up in 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 uh, AEW. That that remains to be seen because you know uh, Warner Brothers, you know, uh, uh, is is currently against that that decision. But okay. uh, we'll see what happens. So, but yeah, it's, it was. This is great. Now it's be, and because this went down the way it did, I think it's time for them to now grow. And now, if you don't sign wrestlers. You're gonna go ahead and sign. Um, now, if, if you don't sign wrestlers, you're gonna use the Ring of Honor time that you have to now go over to Ring of Honor. Um, it's just it just makes perfect sense to have. Listen, like oh, da 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 da, we're gonna do this and that. But then, if you don't sign the guys you need, then you need to use the people you already have to now expand your roster because you already know the AEW and um. AW signed everybody, which is fine. It's not it's not the end of the world. I know you have a big issue when it comes to oh, um, I don't like how AW signed everybody, which you know, I understand your side your side of things, 
But now that it's becoming fruition where you're having the New Japan guys coming over to get more looks. You're having Ring of Honor guys to get more looks. You're having, um, uh, was it, Gulf Force Wrestling. You know, they're getting their looks now. All these smaller impact, having all their all the, all this talent being moved, which is fine. This is great. But now you have to utilize these people. So having the talent you have, and now you have Ring of Honor, who, by the way, we'll discuss as well later, has their own um, subscription program, ten uh, nine eighty nine, um, Honor Club. So it'll be on Fight TV. I think it's gonna be on Bleach Report as well, but don't worry, Bleach Report. They they got they got their own problems resolved. Fight TV is gonna have everything. Um, I think the Zone might have anything things as well. I think they're trying to expand besides boxing. So uh, you're gonna have that opportunity to see them all the reviews, all the stuff you have in this that are, specific, that are specifically Ring of Honor will be on there as well. Um, and you're gonna have that way to have your people be showcased, have your wrestlers be showcased. So, you know, I know you have your take is all, all this talent being bought by AW, who's who's going to be on TV. Well, now you have more chances to, because now you have the Ring of Honor people who were signed over, they're going to go back to Ring of Honor under AW control and now being showcased as Ring of Honor talent. So now you have places to put people. If you have nowhere to go for AW, you have an option. You can go to Impact, or you can go to Ring of Honor. So that's a great thing. It's a big win for them. And now with this pay-per-view being done with, I think it's a great step. There's no four Ring of Honor to make its return as rightfully so. And that's all I got for final. That's my final take on final battle. And then off to the deadline that is. NXT deadline. So uh, <clears throat> overall, I absolutely enjoyed uh, NXT Deadline. Was it one of the better uh, ones of the year? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Without without uh, without question. Uh, I think with the exception of like probably like, I mean, it was like what five uh, five matches. Um, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll break it down and and uh, kind of give you my my take on this. So we start off with the women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, you know, even before the match started. I had Roxanne Perez winning. Uh, I think she's the one who, who finally uh, ends uh, Mandy Rose's reign. Um, you know who is due and, for a, 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 a main roster return? Yeah, her. I mean, her and Toxic Attraction on the main roster, it, it's going to work. Um, and and they'll you know they'll make it work in the on the you know main roster. So I'm not. I'm not concerned about NXT losing them, but the match itself and and the whole concept. Uh, of uh the the iron survivor is i i thought was very successful um the match itself it creates a sense of urgency so well, you know you have you're not you're numbered everything is i i, I enjoy that thoroughly and especially the point where you've seen once you saw the first pin down go and you were like oh well yeah, and president one with two with two falls left, and it was like, oh no, everybody stops. Yeah, no, nah, like, oh, like it's in go the time. first couple of minutes of the match itself, like Perez was, uh, you know, was pinned twice, and I was like, oh, don't do not tell me, like she she's not. Yeah, um, because other than that, like I, I can't picture. I mean, the only other person that I would probably picture uh, winning the match was Indy Hartwell because of her like um 
<clears throat> her running with toxic attraction. Um, no Cora Jade? Uh, no, not Cora Jade. Uh, not yet. Um, I feel like Cora Jade is somebody who can take the title away from Roxanne Perez uh, because they're bound to, to, to if, if and when Roxanne Perez wins the title, Cora Jade will be one of the challengers. And I feel like that's a moment you can pull the trigger on Cora winning the title off of Perez because of their history and all that. So uh, it just, it just adds more to the rivalry. Um, But the match itself, all five women killed it. Um, You know, uh, once, you know, Roxanne Perez got that roll up pinfall on Stark, it was just the beginning of the end for that match. And And then pop rocks on Jade. Yeah. You know, um, and the fans, they, they were, they were, um, you know, the, the fans were hot on this one. So, um, Roxanne Perez, it was the right decision. The right woman won in this match. Um, and, you know, to break it down, I feel like, you know, uh, for the other competitor, Cora Cor is going to be one of those who, who's going to be always, uh, always going to be a contender. And like I just mentioned, she's always going to keep that eyes on the prize. And if Roxanne wins the title, Cora is going to be one of the first people to challenge. Zoe Stark, she's going to continue her feud with um, Lions, Nikita Lions. Indy Hartwell, I think it's time. I think it's time for Indy Hartwell to be called up. I feel like the perfect opportunity is now to call her up and team her with um, Candice LeRae and kind of reignite the reunite the the way so that's that and then with in terms of kiana james kiana james uh is going to be uh in nxt for some time you know uh improving and and stuff like that um you know it it was kind of weird that she didn't pick up a pinfall but um you know that just comes she just needs more experience um and and she's gonna get that in nxt so she's gonna be in nxt for the long haul uh, then we had Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn, uh, which, eh, it was an he, oak. Eh, it's wait, Isla Dawn. I say Isla Dawn. I I, I don't know uh, if I'm if I'm butchering her name. If I am, I apologize. Um, yeah, it, it was a okay. Um, nothing special here. Um, I just think the the ending where you know Isla Dawn went full Papa Shango, and you know, <clears throat> once Alba Fire had the the victory you know set you know the 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 ref um started experiencing some you know some publishingle like <laughs> some some publishingle like uh, effects you know um but and then you know Isla Dawn she she has something i think not in terms of wrestling but in terms of character development she has something special here um, and I feel like, you know, with NXT, with, you know, uh, that they can use that um, to push her, you know, moving forward. Um, because, you know, the whole fact with the referee choking in, on on the black substance or ooze, whatever. And then, you know, she did her little eyes thing looking like the Undertaker one thing. Like it, it's, it's certain character traits that, you know, it, it's a it's appealing. It. it, it it, it draws attention. Um, so they have something special there. Uh, with Alba Fire, just like Indy Hartwell, Alba Fire might be somebody that, okay, it might be time for her to be called up 
to the main roster as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't, you know, capture the NXT, uh, the women's NXT championship, but I, I feel like, you know, there's, there's nothing really left for her to prove because she had such a dominant run in NXT UK. That's like, all right, because honestly, it, <clears throat> if they wanted her to stay in NXT, I thought Alba Fire could have been the one to defeat uh, uh, Mandy Rose. But they didn't go that way, and then now they had Alba Fire, which, again, the right woman, you know, because you want to kind of build up Isla Dawn. Um, and listen, who knows? Like, Fire and Dawn, uh, Fire and Dawn might continue hashing it out. Um, but I, I think Fire is somebody to keep it in your eyes up. Uh, maybe, you know, she might be called up. She might be in the Royal Rumble. Who knows? But I feel like her time in NXT might be uh, coming to an end. Um, then we have the NXT Tag Team Championship, Pretty Deadly versus New Day. Uh, this match was this match was great. Um, let me tell you, I, I know a lot of people legendary hate, situation we're talking. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people hate Pretty Deadly, but it's like one of those situations. Like, how can you possibly hate on? Like I could not stand pretty deadly, but after seeing like, um, you know their skits and 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 um, not only their skits but their matches as well, it's like how can you possibly hate on them? <clears throat> they're they're really funny, uh, and and again they kind of remind you of the new day in some shape or form. So, um, you know the match itself was was amazing. Uh, I really really enjoyed. Uh, that one spot, uh, which was like an Eddie Guerrero tribute, all four men, you know, with, uh, you know, kind of threatening to to hit one another with the NXT championship. And, you know, they pulled the Eddie Guerrero, um, which was which was nice. It was a, a real good um, feel good moment. And then, um, yeah, like I was I was to be honest with you, I was shocked. I, I thought I thought Pretty Deadly was gonna, going to pick up the victory here because. I was like, all right, you know, New Day is going to be there in order to give Pretty Deadly like a boost. Um, and no, you know, I, New Day is your new NXT Tag Team Champions. And I feel like um, at first I wasn't, I didn't agree with the decision, but then I'm like, well, if they want more eyes on NXT, I can see why they went the route that they went by. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's going to be a long reign. It's going to be a very short reign until another NXT tag team or who knows, maybe Pretty Deadly uh, um, challenge, challenges the New Day again and reclaims that championship. So, um, you know, uh, I, I overall, the match itself, very enjoyable. Uh, I loved it. Um, and, yeah, uh, like I said, four, all four guys uh, killed it. And then listen, we have shout out yeah. to Kobe Kingston because oh yeah, much man, love to him. This man has now had he now has the record for the most tag team title reigns of all time. Yeah, that's and right. just going to show you the longevity that this man has, and that's that's all I need to say. That's it was just yeah, no. like, beautiful to see. Um, it was it was just it was, it was worth it to me. It's just be able to see how things pan out for somebody who came in, who had no, who had you know middle of the road luck, 
to then have a couple of decent feuds to then just stay mid card and just never got really a push. A couple years ago, he had one of the greatest media moments, him finally getting his first championship, yeah, first world title at Mania over Daniel Bryan, world heavyweight champion. And he had one of the better, one of the better runs in the past in the, in, the, in the past decade in the 2010s. Um, it, it, granted, Fox made the cut. Sure, he lost the belt to to Lesnar, um, but a consummate pro, consistent through and through. Never said no to a fight. Always put people over. Always prepared other people. Um, so for him to have this record, and the record would probably keep on climbing for a while. Uh, shout out to that man. Yeah, the Kobe Kingston. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we go to the men's Iron Survivor Challenge, uh, in which this one was more exciting than the women's. Um, you know, no hate on the women's, but it, it, it just was. Uh, because I felt like all five men had um, spots where, you know, they, they showed out, you know. Uh, I think especially, uh, you know, J.D. McDonough, where he hit his finisher on all four guys. And the way he did it, like, his finisher is, is I loved it. I, I, I love it, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, the most hated man in NXT, you know, and possibly in wrestling, like, I don't know if he's up there with, he's definitely not up up there with, with uh with MJF, but he's definitely one of the most hated. Um, great, <laughs> yeah, Grayson Waller picks up um, the victory. He becomes the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Um, and I wonder what, what, what what's going to happen going forward. I mean, so you have Waller. He's going to challenge Braun Breaker. J.D. McDonough, uh, well, you know, we'll know. With J.D. McDonough, Gacy, and um, Axiom, well, they're probably going to stay in NXT. I think the biggest question comes with Carmelo Hayes, who's been Carmelo, there for the longest. Uh, yeah, Carmelo Hayes has been there um since what the, uh, you know, I remember Carmelo Hayes when when he um fought Adam Cole and all the growth and progression to now, and it's like he is star. Yeah, he is superstar material. So when he, all I know is when he gets the call up he's going to kill it now my question is is the call up on the way because i feel like even though carmelo hayes um you know hasn't had the nxt championship um he's he's done a lot for nxt you know he's what uh two three time uh uh north american champion i think two time oh i might be mistaken but um so you, you don't need the NXT championship in order to get a call up. So I, he's ready. Um, and I feel like that's what's on his, uh, on the way for um, Carmelo Hayes. Um, but overall, like this match, it, it just like, there was not one spot where I thought, you know, yo, this match lacks like, you know, this match had everything, um, you know, with Waller being the ultimate heel, um, Jamie, JD McDonough being, you know, uh, the ultimate like crippler. Um, you had high flyers with Axiom and um Carmelo Hayes, um, Gacy with his, I mean, he's the big body. You could say he's like the kind of like the powerhouse in there. Um, it, it just 
a blend of different wrestling styles into one match and it was just perfect so um yeah that match itself and again the concept of the iron survivor challenge it, it just made it very successful i hear that um and then we we closed it out with uh the nxt championship braun breaker versus apollo cruz i gotta be honest with you <laughs> i gotta be honest with you uh it, it lacked it lacked a lot uh, for do the way that the, do you put the blame on Breaker? Or do you put the blame on Apollo Cruz? On that? I, I I blame whoever coordinated this match because it, it just lacked something. I mean, for uh, the buildup was there, and and you know, I I for sure thought all right with both of them being I guess two of the most um, gifted athletes in NXT I was like yo we're gonna see a banger and I think it was far from it now you know a lot of people could disagree with me but it's just the truth um I just thought like what all right first of all what was weird was mid-match Apollo Cruz is like having an episode and I'm like yeah that's a real moment what I was just like what the hell it was is that about I was like are we going to see like another vision or like, and he's just like the cameras on him and he's closing his eyes and, and I don't know. It was just a weird, 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 weird moment. Um, And then, um, you know, Braun break. I, I for one thought Cruz could pick up the victory, but I'm like, Cruz is not the guy to beat Braun breaker. You're not that uh, guy, pal. Yeah. Not that guy. So, yeah. So uh, Braun breaker picks up the victory and that cele- uh, celebration was short-lived um, when Grayson Waller came out of nowhere and hit him with a cutter. Um, and, you know, the, the show closes with Waller uh, holding the NXT championship. But um, just a little bit uh, on this match, like, I felt like if, if WWE wanted to be a little bit more creative, and this is what I probably would have done, a couple of weeks ago, Apollo Cruz, right? Apollo Cruz had the vision of him, I guess, holding the NXT championship, in which he assumes that he was going to win the NXT championship, right? So I thought you could have gone two routes. You know, right before coming, you know, coming out, you saw Apollo Cruz walking towards the ring. I would have probably had Apollo Cruz have another vision in which he sees himself losing. You know the match, well, that's probably right? He has like, right? And and or or after the match, because the vision the vision had Apollo Cruz holding the NXT Championship. I would have done was after the match, Apollo Cruz gets his hand on the NXT Championship and then hits Braun Breaker like turning heel. Two different routes I would have went, uh, but you know we, we didn't see that, and then, uh. I think to salvage that match because I thought it, it didn't, it definitely didn't live to its potential. That's where you had Waller come in and attack the champion. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I wonder if Waller. Let me tell you, if Waller is the one to defeat Breaker, the internet is going to have a field day because I mean, I know a lot of people can't stand Waller, and I think I told you this, but. Waller gives me Miz vibes. I feel like once Miz fades into retirement or decides Waller is the perfect guy to take can, over that kind of personality. Exactly, because he can generate heat so well. 
Mm-hmm. So is he as good um, as the Miz though? I love the Miz. People hate the Miz, but the Miz is so good at what he does. Yeah, I mean, listen, Waller could could get to Miz status. I I, I truly believe. You, you, I mean, you think he re- he replicated exactly being exact replica of? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I think in terms of character, not accolades, because no, Miz no, has but a the, lot of that. The character, the character, the character, you grow from the character you can be something but you have to yeah you know, no in terms of longevity. in terms of like drawing heat and being that um ultimate heel that everybody hates and so yeah waller fits that bill perfectly and, mm-hmm. and again once miz because miz is what uh uh what he's mid uh i'm, I'm gonna say he's what late is he like late 30s or early 40s I'm not Miz, quite sure. Well, look, Miz is 42 years old. Like, Miz is not going to wrestle forever. He got a couple more years. You know, he and who knows? Because he, he he's probably going to shift to, to um, you know, television. And then Grayson Waller is 32. And you get a good, you know, eight years of Waller. And, you know, it, they have something special there. And because he can be that ultimate heel. Mm-hmm. So. Because he's arrogant, he's cocky. So, um, overall, I'm going to give this event. Um, I'm gonna go with a solid. Oh, damn, I, I I'm I'm really stuck between a B and a B plus. I, I I really am because, um, you know that that championship match definitely didn't live up to its potential, and. Mm-hmm. And that um, fire versus Isla Dawn that that kind of lacked too. I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'm gonna give it a B plus because the women's Iron Survivor Challenge did its thing. Um, the tag team championships uh, that was amazing, and then uh, the men's Iron Survivor Challenge that they all killed it. So I'm gonna give it a, a B plus. But <clears throat> just to close it out, I do think this whole Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, concept was very successful, so I'm excited to see them use this type of match going forward. Do you think that war games will be a staple in Survivor Series from this point forward? I, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I, I don't know. I, I I felt like Triple H wanted to do something new, specific, um, right. and, and incorporate. Uh, so and it generated positive reviews. So they might use that going forward, like. I don't know. It's kind of like a like a Hell in a Cell kind of thing because remember, Hell in a Cell back then was used to close out a, a rivalry. It was like the last match. Of, of yeah, yeah. If it, the it was two top tier, two A plus matches, then you know that okay, yeah, the last match is going to be something beyond we all expect, which is always a Hell in a Cell, right? And then they shifted that Hell in a Cell into a pay per view, which kind of like killed the vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. With, with war games, if war games becomes a, a, a part of Survivor Series, then let it be a part of Survivor Series. Then I'm okay with it, um, because then you know it's like okay, war, you have war games, um, yeah, yeah, you have a war games uh, Survivor Series, you have Elimination Chamber at Elimination Chamber, because before Elimination Chamber was at No Way Out, but then you know um, No Way Out became the most changer became. Yeah, no, I I miss No Way Out. Evanescence, being the being the uh, <laughs> being the the theme song, we'd be on the side. Oh man, good times, good times, good times. 
Yeah, Austin Bischoff. Yeah, Rock Hogan too, which was a disaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the good times. But no, I, I I give this I give this a B. Um, only because the main event flopped. It should have been a lot better. I think a lot of Braun Breaker matches have been really, really good. And then they just don't. So it's kind of a big change. Um so I'll 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 hitch I'll I think achievement wise I'll give uh, it gives a lot of praise a lot of good matches I mean the main event was good it was a good main event it just wasn't a main event match you could have had the the men's survivor challenge match be the main event yeah, yeah. I mean listen like I, I mean you don't I, start I, you don't start a pay per view and end a pay per view the way that you do that it has to be two explosive matches just like that yeah I mean I, I like I could. I, that's why I was like stuck between a B and a B plus because, and maybe I I probably contradicted myself because I said like the most listen the most important matches is the beginning and the end, and the t- uh, the the top I mean the the first match which was the women's they you know they set the tone for the rest of the card and they all did really well doing so and then the end was this championship match that really didn't live to its potential which kind of you know a lot of people were kind of like disappointed with, you know, with the match itself, not with the result, with just the match itself. So, um, you know, maybe I'm, con- you know, I'm definitely contradicting myself here. I'm just, you know, I just went with, you know, out of the five matches, they had three really, really good matches and two matches that just fell short. I agree. I'm so- I'll, 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 I'll stay with that. Definitely. So, but that'll do it for us on today's episode of the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. Got a lot to break down, a lot to get into uh, with the year closing up. It's about to be super busy. So we want to give you as much as we can whenever we can. You can check us out on all the social media tags. You can check us out on Facebook at the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast page. You can check us out on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. You can check us out on Instagram at sfw.podcast. We will be up with YouTube videos. We'll be up on Twitch very soon. Um, Want to give a special shout out to Zoom. Very easy, very simple to get things going for our podcast. For us being remote, it's very easy for us to get things started with Zoom. Zoom, shout out to you guys. Um, we are live on our streaming platforms. If you want to check us out, we are on Apple we were on Spotify. We were on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, especially Anchor. Anchor is such an easy way to get us going and get things started for our podcast. They make it very simple and easy to set everything else for us. Um, easy setups, easy, easy startup, easy beginnings. Um, go to anchor.fm. All you need is your email, and you can now start your podcast like Soto and I have been doing. Um and we think those guys more than enough. It's I say I say we can week out the close of the show because it's very important to let you guys know no matter what. Follow these guys; they help you out dreadfully. And keep following us. You know that's you, you must. That that that's the that's everybody's number one job going forward. Yes. Follow us and support like us. us. <laughs> follow us. Follow us on TikTok. Sunset Flip Wrestling. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Check us out there. Yeah, we're trying to build our fandom so we can start streaming. Yeah, trying to get you guys some, some, whole, some stuff, man. Follow the page. We can get we, you guys can join us for these following parties. 
it's going to be super fucking lit and you got to do so otherwise you can't get the access audience like I'm trying to work for the people. Like whenever AEW has an event, I want to stream it for you guys, so you guys won't have to spend fifty nine ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, just just send us a dollar. If you have six people, send us a dollar, and all of a sudden, boom! Look at that, good to go. Duh. <laughs> yeah, yo, like this whole new you know rule with TikTok that you have to have like more than a thousand followers in order to like go live. I'm like, the hell. Yeah, if you listen, if you guys and I'll post a, I'll post a a, a photo up on a, a post up on Instagram. You guys get us this following, we will get you guys viewership for the podcast. We will get you viewership for the pay per views, and that's all we need. That's come on now, you gotta come on yeah, now. Bob, the last time, <clears throat> the last time we did a, a AEW event, I forgot which one it was. I don't know if it was All Out or. Or double or nothing, where we did it under uh, B's profile, and you know we had great interactions. Like we had, you know, um, so we're we're trying to like trying to do that moving forward. Um, it's going to take a little bit, but we'll we'll get there eventually. Yeah, in due time. But we need you guys. We need your help. Show us some love and help us the fuck out. So we can help y'all out. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us. So, what's your game plan today? Um, well, I'm going to be home all day, so it's football and Call of Duty. All right, I'm the same way. I'm tired. I'm in like four o'clock. Um, I'll be at the, uh, I'll be at the Nick game tonight. So, uh, nice. Nice. let's go Knicks, baby. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, uh, they hit my parlay. <laughs> I have mine going up pretty soon too. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, y'all be good.